0: Hello, we're the Sticky Bun Boys. I'm Michael, and I am not. Welcome back to the podcast. This week was the quarterfinals. We're getting close now. It was pastry week in the tent, so naturally the bakers will be making, you know, lasagna in the signature, deep-fried Mars bar in the technical, and painting a portrait of their favorite ex's grandmother in the showstopper. (laughs) At
1: this point, that wouldn't be a surprise, but we are getting into that later on. Anyway, we also actually this week have a new segment to try out on you all, you lucky things.
0: We'd probably better get down to it. We'll be back after this. Okay, Michael, I'm ready for it this week. Straight in. I've got the timer on my phone. Finally. 30 seconds. (laughs)
1: Last week's recap Okay, so it was custard week In the 10 And they had to make Floating meringues On creme anglaise Oh, it's a nice little I'm showing you the timer now It's a horrible way It counts down like Not that quite like little rings Anyway, it was custard week They had to make Floating meringues Sandro's desperate handshake Threw the kitchen sink at it Didn't quite work out um, Janos sh- should have left. got A handshake Really? <laughs> um, oh god uh, Then they, they made um, uh, What was the technical? Just, what was the technical? I don't know What was it? What was the technical? Custard um, week times technical up. That was custard week Everybody <laughs> genuinely what was the custard week technical technical was ice cream ice cream pistachio didn't ice go cream. very well the, then kevin's cake fell apart and he went home wobbly gatto and yeah. uh shab's one yes shabira 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 god that was the worst recap of all time so we finally put a time on it and we realize we just
0: go to mess anyway this week now quarterfinal week was pastry week also known as how the hell is yanush gonna get a drip into this week <laughs> he didn't he, he did, did not, not
1: succeed, poor thing. Hope he's all right. I was making a pizza while watching this, so I was a little bit distracted, so I might have missed some really crucial moments. A pizza? Prob- I mean, Bake Off probably can that as pastry. <laughs> <laughs> there was a very precious little pastry. The signature was? Signature was,
0: I've written this down this time. Okay. I've been so proud I've got the timer up. I've actually written 12 sweet volumonts
1: made from rough puff pastry in three hours it was two hours in two hours <laughs> <laughs> did you notice this week prue had like a dead albino spider hanging around her neck
0: i know i thought that because i love the fact that prue said i don't want to spook you as she came up to abdul's bench and then it's like
1: you're wearing a massive spider on your chest <laughs> of course you're gonna spook him um i actually didn't mind this challenge although it's a, a problem with the entire week this week there was not enough time for any of the challenges to be done correctly it just feels like the food producers this year were like oh here's a good idea for a challenge let's whack off one third of the time you actually need to make this thing right two hours to make rough puff pastry isn't enough time
0: no and and rough puff pastry and puff pastry it's a stalwart it's there every single year so they've had practice in knowing how long it takes because the general thing with bake-off is whatever the challenge is you have less time then it's kind of, you're able to do it at home. Right. And you're trying to find little shortcuts. But when you take off so much time, then it's actually basically impossible. But then Maxie was doing a, a different,
1: she was using room temperature butter. Yeah. And she didn't really give <laughs> any reason to why. So I don't know why she was doing that. <laughs> and it didn't really work. <laughs> it's like when Argos was like, you know, like the, the supermarket chain, supermarket? The high street not, chain, yeah. Argos was like, we think shops should be like this. And all other shops were like, no. It's like Max did that with rough puff pastry. She was like, I think perhaps we should try it like this. And then it just didn't work. Yeah, because she was also using bread flour, which is very... I thought bread flour gluten. you do use
0: in... You, you... can use some. Right. You,
1: yeah. Anyway, she probably practiced it at home and it worked. That's the thing with these challenges. You do practice it. Gooseberry and cloudberry jam sounded like something from like a roll dial book, didn't it? I don't actually know what a cloudberry is. I can't picture it. Do you know? I know, but only because I looked it up. It looks kind of like a blackberry, but looks like a peachy colour. Never heard of it before. Like an unripe blackberry. Yeah, they should have talked more about that, considering they just drop it in there as if we all know what cloudberries are. (laughs) Ah, yes, cloudberry. It didn't quite work out really, but we did get a maxi swear this week, which is very nice in the first challenge. Congratulations to her. She did have the soggiest bottom of the lot. Bless her. Yeah, I think with puff pastry, you often take it out a bit too early, don't you? well they didn't have much chance did they don't you don't you look at me when you say that kind of thing i was trying to be very sensible there they were talking a lot about golden bottoms this week yeah what do you think makes a golden bottom david oh preparation (laughs) preparation (laughs) makes a golden bottom i was gonna say a golden bottom is like a gold star gay but like has never topped oh right michael's educating me do you know what gold star gays are no do you know what? We're just going to move on.
0: Let's just say Janusz is a gold star gay. Uh, Janusz sort of is, although he's unable to make a creme pat, which is interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting considering custard week, he did struggle. So then you would think that he would nail it for the next week. And what I didn't get, I think Paul mentioned it. If you're going to have a bit of a thick custard, a bit of a thick creme pat, he could have just folded in some of the
1: cream and made it that a creme chaboost? Oh, I don't know. That would loosen it. He, he, he needed to slacken off his custard, didn't he? He Bless did, yeah. Him. He said he was going to have 12 bottoms and 20 tops, <laughs> which sounds like a disappointing party for eight of those attendees. <laughs> Unless they're golden bottoms and Unless they, they take more. Well, he said if the bottom is golden, it's done. So perhaps he knows what a golden bottom is. Abdul, the only baker with no... Star baker, thus far. Oh, back to his gloves. He did have his glove back on. He had lovely chocolatey rims this week, I thought. I really enjoyed his chocolatey rims. I also loved his
0: top. I really, really liked him in purple very this week. Very casual, very yeah. casual.
1: He was slacking off his bake while the judges were eating it, which doesn't seem like a very strong strategy to me. I think
0: sometimes the judges get annoyed if you have done something bad and you seem to think it's good, but you don't actually have to
1: slag your bake off. It was a bit much. Sandro was putting sugar between the folds of his rough puff pastry which I don't quite understand is that like to caramelize it I think so but
0: caramelization would happen on like externally so I don't know what it does all in the middle I would have thought it would stop it rising as much which did look like that was the case yeah he did make some frisbees can we talk about Sandro's desperation for like my view on handshakes and things is the best strategy is just to try and do a good bake and please yourself, etc. Not try and second guess what
1: the judges want and try and be obsessed with, oh, I want a handshake. It's just unlikely to work. It's a new strategy, isn't it? Because normal people kind of just try to do their best or they might use a flavor that he likes. But now Sandra is like either throwing the kitchen sink at every single bake that he does, or he's using flavors that he knows that Paul loves and paul really likes it didn't really work out for him i loved it when he was piping and he had cream coming out of both ends um, we we've, we've all been there before haven't we but um, <laughs> he also was that had... because of his leather trousers do you think Leather trousers? Do you have to like talk your legs underneath them to get them off? Or is that latex? Oh. I would say with those leather trousers, you'd have to talk them. Very warm. He forgot to turn his oven on? Yeah,
0: they always bring this drama though. I did that in the tent. The one thing that the viewers don't realise is those ovens heat up very quickly. Yeah, it's not really so bad. unless, I mean, they were very short on time, but it wouldn't have had such a dramatic it effect. It would have
1: taken three minutes. Yeah, it, they honestly, they heat up so fast those ovens. But he still overbaked it. Even though his oven wasn't turned on, they were overbaked. And they did look a bit like green Frisbees, didn't they? They weren't, they weren't quite, what he was looking for. They weren't pretty. I like the fact that he didn't flap though. Like one thing for Sandro is he stays in like a good mood. He seems like he's positive all the way through. Mm. Shabs, Shabira Shabira, she is going from strength to strength. She's like rising at the right time. So hers were orange and clementine volovants with clove and cardamom, lovely, and pecan praline. They looked and that was that would be the one I wanted to go for this, this week, I think.
0: Definitely. Shabira, I am just waiting. You know, when someone rises to the top, like you say, there's
1: only one way to go you go down but she's just staying up there she's just floating and she's a relatable queen when she was looking at her bake she said it's getting a bit soft now so i'm gonna quickly pop it back in which is good isn't it i mean it means hopefully the other person won't notice if you just quickly slip it back in you know let's do you know what actually i'm gonna say it now this wasn't the most of exciting of weeks it was a bit flat it's quite hard to make it feel exciting
0: yeah and volavance like the shittest thing you could ever get at a buffet that no one wants to eat anyway. They're not going to be that pretty. The highlight of this whole challenge for me was
1: Noel talking about egg washing a priest. That was for funny. some reason I just found that absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but nobody did, nobody did well. I was missing Kevin. I was just thinking yeah. about I was thinking about bakers gone by. I was thinking about Kevin and Mason. Imagine Rebs doing this. How great would that have been? Yeah. So basically, we're agreeing that this challenge was not very good.
0: Let's move on to the technical because I'm sure they'll redeem themselves there. Mm. The technical was eight spring rolls, famously baked with a dipping sauce and an
1: hour and 20 minutes. Did basically the crew this week just not have enough time? They're just cooking again. And then when and then the perfect, perfect tent, when they were like, now the spring rolls shouldn't have any bubbles in them. All of the ones in the perfect, perfect tent had bubbles all over them. All that, of them. That was my issue as well. And also the spring rolls
0: that they do. You don't have giant, massive spring rolls. If anyone's ever got a takeaway, they are quite small and dinky. Yes, they're not just all pastry they weren't really making very good spring rolls. They didn't really
1: explain what a spring roll wrapper is, which is probably the most interesting part. Mm. It
0: was, again, a bit of a shit challenge. It was just a
1: bit strange to me. And I, I know I've got a personal vendetta against deep fat fryers in the Bake Off tent for obvious personal reasons, but I don't like them in the tent because people don't have these at home. No. Like, we don't know how these deep fat fryers work. So therefore, it's very difficult to have ever practiced with one and understand them. And everyone's just terrified of them. And then you throw in the thing only being one hour, 20 minutes. It's really not enough time. And like... I mean, the, the deep fat fries do add this kind of chaotic pressure. Like it was a very tense challenge, but I just didn't feel like it was baking. Personally. You know, what I was most annoyed about was the fact that Abdul's
0: beautiful, lovely, long sleeve, very soft, brush, cotton purple top got splashes of oil on it. It's yeah. Never going to get that ruined,
1: out. ruined forever now. What do we think about M- man get out? Man get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like there's been enough jokes about
0: Monji Toot et cetera, that surely people know what Monji
1: Toot is now. Abdul, though, very chilled the entire time. He was a bit like a stoner this week. He just kept seeing me like, oh, it's fine, dude. And like, his like, yeah. and his like his um, spring rolls. big, And he was like, oh, they're massive, man. <laughs> like, he was just like, maybe he was just like on Valium <laughs> for the whole week. But I mean, there is a paramedic there, as we know. Maybe he'd slipped in some codeine. Maybe that's what it was. Um, in the judging, apparently Abdul had a lovely crack, I'll say. Um, but Janusz was missing a spring roll. Yeah, but Janusz was also stiff with a little spring.
0: Oh, like when there's a little bounce off spring. Classic. <laughs> yeah. How did he miss it? Where did it go? But if
1: there were massive spring rolls. You could not lose them. Elena, well, maybe he could. Maybe the golden bottom. He lost one of the golden bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but Elena lost one of her little um, big rolls in our week. <laughs> yeah. And then we ended up like, do you remember we ended up like scrolling it back on the television? We all, like, on our little group, it's like a detective thing. We saw it. It was like in the back corner of her bench and she just like slopped it off. So perhaps he like pushed it off the bench. Or I don't know. Right, here's the challenge, viewers.
0: Someone has to go back and forensically watch the episode and try and find out where Janusz's thick spring roll went. Because we're not going to do it. No, we're not going to do it. <coughs> definitely not. Um, so judging wise, because this is, they, honestly, they were kind of all together. I think it was quite harsh to even kind of pull them apart. But Maxi apparently was at the bottom. Third was Abdul. Second, Janusz. And first, Sandro. It kind of seems funny to like that. say fourth as well, because <laughs> Shabir was there as well. Exactly. Right. Showstopper. Again, I don't know if I've written this down right, because it was speaking so fast. And I was trying to type
1: storybook pie scene based on favourite nursery rhymes six pies in four hours did I get that right at least eight pies four hours and it had oh. to be 3D because famously you might have a 2D pie you know well, what does that even mean why do they keep saying 3D everything is 3D this is true I've actually just changed to eight pies not that it matters no, now just changed on your notes to be clear yeah, yeah. I didn't mind this one but four hours again was quite tight yeah four hours is a normal time to have for a showstopper
0: but they asked for too much it wasn't even because sometimes the bakers do too much but this time they were asked to do too much and I just felt that the pastry was lacking. Like all of their pastries apart from Shabira, no one really got into the pastry. It was
1: all about what they would,
0: all the extras and all the fillings and things. And so everything's a bit disappointing. To be on
1: the flip side of that, like pie week is always about, pastry week is always about the insides of the pies. Like there's only so much you can say about a hot water crust pastry. Yeah, but, crust. but at least people usually
0: make the pastry well. Whereas this, oh. I felt I was a bit disappointed <laughs> because everything was just a bit, but they didn't get like, given a chance. What it's would not you even, have done this week? I would have picked one who was was it I would have done Abdul. Abdul picked one. You would have done Abdul. I would have done Abdul like <laughs> if boy. Michael didn't get it first. because <laughs> uh, short crust, just picking one pastry and doing that well. Like he did the sweet he did the and the savory short crust,
1: I would have definitely done yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Um, I might have done like a Pisces sculpture. Thank you for that. Oh, that's like a star good. sign. Isn't that good? Yeah, it I didn't... thought of that off the top of my head, and as soon as I
0: saw the challenge, I thought, God, I'm good. As soon as you said that, that just reminds me: was it Dan Bezy Harley that did that
1: was his downfall? He did a fish. Pie that looked like a fish. He did do a fish pie, but then he also made the pastry that they hadn't asked for. Okay. I don't remember which pastry it was, but they were like, Can you do like a, say, do a rough puff? And he was like, Here's a short crust. And they were like, No. And then he went home. Okay. I mean, he deserves that then. Does everything he gets <laughs> michael do you know what this is so
0: sad when i was prepping my notes for this week i left kevin's name in this section oh. so i've just got kevin without
1: anything gone and really, really never forgotten oh
0: kevin you will <laughs> never be forgotten
1: <laughs> did you know so i just looked at the word abdul who did a pirate theme pirate very nice very pleased with that the only one having fun again it's, it's cool man do you know like the the tortoises or the turtles from finding nemo Yes. That yeah. was Abdul this week. With a dirty top, though, he didn't get the oil marks out. As people know, you wear the same top for two days. We all love a dirty top, though, <laughs> especially in this house. Um, he was making an aubergine curry with chana dal, which sounds delicious. I liked everything that he was doing this week. Did you know an aubergine's a fruit? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it works out because the fruits love aubergines. Janusz was making the very hungry sausage dog. At the end, it looked the best out of all of them, I think. It always does. But yeah, it... because when we talk about the signature, his, again, his signatures looked brilliant, but mm. were disappointing. And he brought that to the show. I mean, I've show. forgotten what they were already.
0: They were like these strawberry toppy bits with a sure. little thing. And they did look the best. And again, his pies, ideas were great and they looked really, really good, but were disappointing. Yeah, his bottom could have been soggy, apparently he's had too to, dry. He's had to, after being like the star. I wonder if Shibira's stolen Yanushi's mojo. Because... Shabira wrote I mean, the. Exhausted powers of you. <laughs> just
1: just as Yanoush has started to struggle. It's hard to maintain like a like a high run. You wouldn't know because you never really hit the heights. But um <laughs> but, but was at the top and kind of started started to slide, whereas Shabira Shabira has kind of started at the bottom and started to rise. Like mm. you can't maintain it across ten weeks of your life. It's exhausting. But I really hope Yanoush bounces back because he's had thing is he hasn't dampened his spirits. No, and I, still I don't think happy. he was in the bottom this week. He was just kind of in the middle. Um at the bottom was Maxi and her spicy twinkling stars filo pastry filo pastry pastry. what are you doing like what never it's never gonna work darling
0: i mean that's the one where you have to have that ridiculously long thin rolling pin isn't it that you have just only professional people have been doing since they were five years old can ever make it
1: it felt to me a little bit like and i love Maxie. like she's done so well and her some of her flavors and some of her bakes have been incredible she got two star bakers like Mm. she's great It felt like this week was the week where she'd written the recipe and was thinking like, oh, I'll never get to that far. So I won't need to make this ever. Because like when Mm. you get given the recipes, um, the recipe requests, you write the recipes. For me, anything past week seven, I was like, well, there's no point. I'll just invent something and we'll deal with it if we get there. And it felt like she was having to deal with it because she'd got there and it wasn't quite working. Like even her spicy chicken, she was like, oh, I'll just throw raw spinach into this, which is famously wet into this pastry like she just kind of was like we'll see what happens from the start actually it kind of looked like she'd done that thing where you kind of give up a little
0: bit right it didn't look like it it felt like she didn't have that kind of boost of energy that you need to keep on having in the tent continuously to get you through especially when things start going a bit wrong it just felt like she was kind of like
1: okay we'll just do this i was really gutted for her though because it looked like it really did kind of affect her like she looked really sad you could tell she'd been crying off camera and stuff i was really feeling for her um on the positive side though she apparently had a lovely creamy top (laughs) Um, which is what we all want,
0: and it didn't look so bad. I thought, like, as it's sta- that, especially considering when she described it, I thought this is going to be a disaster. It
1: actually looked quite good. I love the hanging mobile of pastry yes. stars; like, it looked stunning. Like, I think spoilers, well, not spoilers. You shouldn't be listening to this if you haven't watched it. But she went home. But I think she has enough to be proud of this week, as well as all those other weeks which she did so well before. Yeah, gutted for it.
0: So another controversial thing last time it was a bit because Maxi didn't really put cost into a thing, mm. but Sandro didn't really know how to make pastry. They were like, What kind of pastry is it? And he was like, pastry. I and mean, he was just like, <laughs> Oh, it's
1: just water and flour, which isn't pastry. And he did uh, as well, he was like, I've got twelve pages on my recipe. It's basically a book for one bake. It's quite a short book. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> Very quite a short book. Short... <laughs> 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 it, they just didn't look the pastry itself looked I mean, he was
0: in danger this week, wasn't he? Because if you make pastry that badly, like I think he was probably saved with the fact it looked
1: quite good, he'd been quite I, I loved he... him playing with Noel though, making Absolutely Noel eat a cherry real. dusted in paprika. It shows how little Noel knows about this show, despite having presented it for like five years. Noel's face when he ate it being like, oh, this is disgusting, but how do I tell him it's nice? <laughs> like... I don't think Noel likes anyone's bakes either, though. I don't think he even <laughs> pretends to, to enjoy the baking. That really made me laugh. So Prue thought that Sandro's balls were cracking, they had good flavour, and they were lovely soft and dry. But they were like a sandwich, not a pie. Yeah. And a raw bottom. I think basically every week he does too much. I think if Sandra did two things less every week, he would really excel. Like he would, oh, right. if he was just allowed to do a cake every week, a three-tiered stacked cake,
0: celebration cake, would be fine. <laughs> so, Michael, question here: This week, it really annoyed me. You finish the judging
1: of the showstopper. We're we not going to talk about Shabira. Oh, Shabira! Yeah, let's talk about Shabira. Then we'll I mean, do this. Famously, bit. the winner of this series, Shabira, um, Jack and the Beanstalk. She was making hot oil pastry. Do you know this? What is no, this?
0: No, so it's she basically seemed like it was like hot water pastry, but instead of using lard, she uses oil, and she said it was said it was a Malaysian thing
1: i suppose it would really make a difference really because the lard gets
0: but lard is a hard fat so it kind of would set harder so this might have been a softer pastry i don't know i mean
1: anything she does she is incredible chicken rendang oh i love chicken rendang. right unctuous they said but it's a very good word um obviously shabira shabira you smashed it it's hard to say anything else every week because we just think you're great so congrats to you
0: even though you still look really nervous all the time it's like i always
1: feel endearing Yes, it's, I mean, it's very endearing. It just makes me feel nervous. And then she just smashes it. Shall we do some speculation? I think the top three is going to be Janusz, Sandro and Shabira, And it's Shibira's to lose. I think, I mean, I did have Maxi in mind, so she's now gone. I think it's going to be Shabira, Sandro and Abdul. So we lose Janusz. Yeah. Because he can't drip. <laughs> because he can't drip <laughs> he can't all, can't all the way dri- to the you final. You can't drip in a patisserie week, can you? No, definitely um, not. So top of the week, Shabira. Bottom of the week, Maxi. RIP to her. But what I was going to say was...
0: Why is there an advert break after judging between them sending people home? It's like the shortest little bit. There's a judging thing. And I'm sure the Americans probably have this exactly the same. The advert breaks everywhere. Mm. It makes me not want to watch the last bit. I was like, I'm just going to guess. And then I'm going to come here today and just hope that Michael knows. I didn't watch the last bit. So you didn't. Yeah, exactly. It's,
1: <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I'll find out later.
0: I only watched for the crying. And there was some crying because Shabira. Is best friends with Maxi,
1: oh, so it's quite sad to see Shabira. So happy she got star baker again, but also really, really sad to see Maxi go. Oh, bless go. her heart! Like bless them all! Like they've they all done really well, and I hope Maxi's really proud of herself because she's done a lot better than I did. Well, at least one episode better than I did. And she got two star bakers. She is brilliant. So for star bakers, we have two to Yanush, three to Shabira, one to Sandro, and none to Abdul. You go, Glenn Coco. Oh, <laughs> none for you. <laughs> he's the famous bottom of the tent. All in all, a wee bit flat this week. I felt like the challenges really set the bakers up to fail, which meant there was never really going to be an iconic episode. Well, to lift the mood,
0: how about we introduce our new segment, Michael? Hey! It's our first weekly taste test where we hear from you, the soggy
1: bottoms of the world, about your most unpopular food opinions. Yes, and this week's one comes from Fraser over on Instagram. And Fraser is insistent that, and I quote here, spaghetti is objectively the worst pasta. Ooh, now we've all got 30 seconds or so while the ads play to
0: argue with each other or ourselves about whether Fraser is correct or whether he deserved to be jailed ready
1: five four we are not counting down david play the ads
4: if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers
1: And we're back. Fraser, you are correct. No, no, you're nearly correct. The worst pasta is angel hair, which is like thin spaghetti. And I don't understand the point of it. It just dissolves. Do you know that's actually Elena's favourite pasta? Is th- it? The vermicelli,
0: the thinnest of Yeah, the... but she'll want it to be black, like squidinky. True. Actually, I disagree. I wonder if we're ever going to agree on these things. Spaghetti is my favourite pasta. Why? It's like... What about like a fusilli,
1: like the kind of like squiggly one? I don't mind that. Or like that. a fagliatelli. <laughs> <laughs> <Faculitelli. laughs> I meant to say tagliatelli. <laughs> that's what me and my friends call each other a
0: fagliatelle <laughs> i mean we do love that one i love a fagliatelle i like all the stringy ones are fagliatelle linguine spaghetti maybe not the angel hair one but i do like spaghetti i think it's like slimy it's slippery it's no i used to when i was a kid i used to hold one end swallow it so it went down my throat and then pull it back up again just testing the gag reflex yeah. from young age. and i don't have a gag
1: reflex that's <laughs> so it's good famously <laughs> Well, I think um, Fraser is nearly correct, but you think Fraser should go to jail? Yeah. Great. Cool. We'll move on. We'll move on. The first person this week is Kristen, who says, Hello from America, specifically Chicago. Hello. I've always wondered if there is a restroom in the tent. When there are very long challenges, do they allow a restroom break?
0: Oh, she's so polite, isn't she? A restroom, a, rest,
1: a toilet. A toilet. <laughs> um, there isn't a toilet in the tent. And not only do they allow you any time for it, it's quite far away. So the toilet is like beside the manor house. This is when they're filming in Welford Park. But it's beside the manor house. It's like the toilet that tourists use when they visit. But you have to run across the field to get to it. So you have to kind of find... T- and you've got quite a small platter. Each challenge, I used to go about three times. Yeah. And you're
0: just using up your time. My favourite one, I think it was in the semi-final. I came back from running to the toilet and the food producer's like, what's that? And I'd weed all down my apron. <laughs> and you, I've not actually checked if you can see it on the TV, but it was quite a lot. David! I was just very... Because there's all kinds of cables to like negotiate. And I was just trying to be really quick. <laughs> Didn't you change your apron? No, I was in the middle of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. We are all. You are abhorrent. Well, to be fair though, because
1: we all wear the same clothes for two days, we all stink. It's not very nice. Yeah, but not with actual urine. I remember Noel was like, once I need to go to the toilet, and he was like, oh, don't worry, I'll just stir this. And I was like, no. <laughs> never would you allow Noel to do your baking <laughs> i think because henry and i were often next to each other during the bakes so i think i just got henry to just like keep an eye because like the weird milk stirring one anyway that's the answer Kristen bell says what biscuit dough can i make now and then freeze for the holidays
0: that's interesting they've said holidays like americans but then biscuit like british so i'm presuming they're meaning like cookie biscuits
1: like our biscuits i don't think you can freeze a, like a biscuit's gone no I think most, yeah, just about any dough. I do shortbread a bit differently to everybody else. My recipe is equal parts, self-raising flour, corn flour, and plain flour. And say it's 100 grams of each of those. And then you double that. So 200 grams of butter. You just stir the flours together, melt the butter, put the butter in, stir it together, dough made. And then you can add whatever you do. Obviously, I add orange and cardamom, the two flavours of all of the best flavors of all time but also like lemon and rosemary or whatever but that base recipe for shortbread you can freeze it easily and it's ready for the holidays
0: shortbread is a good one i do uh like a spicy biscuit that i use for christmas and it's quite nice because i make some christmas biscuits and then i freeze you the rest them. of the dough yeah and then i can make some later because i always put them on the tree and then eat them so i can mm. make some more but i know a lot of people make them into bowls already don't they and then freeze them so you can just literally put them on a baking tray basically any dough There you are. This next one is from Arnaud. Arnaud? I'm not going to try and do that on a French. It's a French.
1: It's the French way of saying Arnold, isn't it? Arnaud. Arnaud. (laughs) Let's go with that. (laughs) Hello, Arnaud. They say, I don't believe I've come to a closure with the croissant. Croissant. (laughs) date croissant gate croissant <laughs> croissant we're butchering the French accent there aren't we <laughs> I nearly dropped my croissant have you seen that no you wouldn't know that's culture um the croissant gate I just had a nightmare about it which prompted some research a nightmare I'm so sorry Arno in <laughs> Swiss Germany a croissant which is called a oh my word this is awful i'm so sorry to europe this one was worse than mexico gate um it's worse than brexit (laughs) in swiss germany a croissant is actually nothing more than the swiss version of a croissant so the difference to his siblings in france is that swiss croissants are curved instead of straight and contain less butter which means they're more savory whereas french croissants can be quite sweet or appear sweet so in short arnaud is saying that croissants are savoury and let's stop this insane misconception that croissants are sweet. My argument is, and it has always been, that croissants are savoury. It's all about their filling. See, I've changed this now. I think we
0: should stop going with the binary here. People need to stop thinking of this binary thing. They're not sweet or savoury. They're just
1: a different thing. That's spoken like someone who's realised they're wrong. No, they're not anything. They're just dependent. You can put savoury things in them. You can put sweet things in them. They're just a thing. The next one is a serious one from Ez. So Ez recently got close-ish to somebody who describes himself as gay, but we're both youngish queers who use gay as an umbrella term. I, Ez, am an AFAB genderless person. AFAB means assigned female at birth that people aren't aware. And he is a trans guy. I think, okay, I know that I want to get closer to him, maybe even date him, but if he identifies as gay, as in man loving a man, and I only identify sometimes as male, then I don't think I really have a chance. Any advice? Ooh, that's quite a deep one. That is a deep one. But I also feel like, so I recently changed my apps to queer rather than gay, because I think gay has been started to be used as like an umbrella term to kind of cover many other different things, but I think personally my view is and this could be different from various various different people but gay is quite a limiting phrase because it kind of says well i'm attracted to men but i'm not only attracted to men i could be attracted to a non-binary person who isn't a man and therefore queer to me broadens that spectrum, if that makes sense. I'm exactly the same as you. For a long
0: time I've accepted if someone's called me gay, but actually I've always called myself queer for exactly the same reason because I definitely am attracted to people who are non-binary. I'm attracted to whoever I want to be attracted to. And so I think by I've always like having the labels um for sexuality in particular were really good to fight the fight. But we're at a point now where there's so many labels because really we are all individual. It should just be, you can be who you want to be. You can find whoever you want to find attractive. And so I find queer as a nice catch-all term But also
1: you can use whatever words you identify with the most. And like for some people, queer is quite an abrasive term because it was used to really denigrate them in the in the streets. In the streets. <laughs> in the streets. Um, but like it has been a really awful thing for people. So mm. like it does, language is important and it's also very personal. But because of that, I would say to Ez, speak to this person and be like, look... I think I'm developing romantic feelings for you. My sexuality includes people like you. Does yours include people like me? How do we how do we negotiate this? Because it could just be a language difference. But I think the most important thing really is to be quite open, surely, in that situation and be like, let's talk about this. Yeah, I think always the best thing is to be honest, isn't it? But
0: I can definitely see their hesitation because sometimes when you open up about something like this, it can change a friendship. But my argument would be, you're not sorted in your head at this point anyway because you're yeah. always thinking that you're attracted
1: to them anyway. So I think it's definitely good to be honest. Right, absolutely. They've also said, also as a drag race obsessive, not a RuPaul fan though, I have to ask any favorite drag artists, if so, who? My biggest one that I would say that people don't know about, it's one of my friends, but so I am biased. Their name is Her the Queen, H-E-R-R, the Queen on instagram and they are so stupid and so funny they did a mix recently of carol vorderman doing countdown but getting a number wrong mixed with avril Levine's complicated and it was so fucking good do you know i
0: definitely only really know the drag race queens but i love following you on instagram because you then let me see different people there's someone you posted this morning who looked like a pink
1: dildo (laughs) who was that they were not a pink dildo it was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were dressed as like a like a yasified version of Patrick the starfish from um, from SpongeBob. Oh, from SpongeBob! Pants. Oh wow! I'm gonna look at that again. <laughs> uh, they were a drag queen called Olivia Laugh and I um, love their name as well. Yeah, Short for Live Laugh Love. Uh, <laughs> so Olivia Laugh Love, look up on Instagram. And also, I must shout out to Flesh and Bones um, on Instagram. It's at It's Just Bones and. At Field the Flesh. They're also iconic. And plus, can we just say uh, for Michael and I, when we
0: do our drag race reviews, we don't always agree on a lot of things. One thing we will agree is Jinx Monsoon
1: is the queen. The queen of all queens. Let's get everyone's sticky van boys in the future, please. 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 Well, would you believe that's that for another week? Thank you so much for listening and for all of your brilliant questions, messages and stories. If you want to send in your own very unpopular food opinion for our taste test or if you've got a brilliant dating story or a bacon question, pop them to us in a DM on social media at Sticky Bun Boys or email us at StickyBunBoys at gmail.com.
0: As ever, you can
1: get extra behind the scenes content and gossip about Bake Off as well as
0: recipes and special guests over on our only flans at patreon.com forward stroke StickyBunBoys and if that wasn't enough michael we think it's about time to explain what's going to happen at the end of this series of bake-off
1: in just three weeks' time. Three weeks, yes. We will be keeping your buns nice and sticky for quite a while yet. So starting from the end of November, we're going to start a much-requested watch-along of last year's series of Bake Off.
0: Ooh, plus, we'll continue today's test and dive into our bulging inbox each week. And every week, I'm excited.
1: So you should be. It was at least 50% your idea. Right, well, we'll actually go now. Go tell your friends to subscribe and review us if you haven't already. And if you haven't done it yourself, why, shame on you. What
0: a nice way to to make our listeners feel valid.
1: I meant it in like a sexy, scolding way. Mm, Worked for me.
0: (laughs) Ready for the boring bit? Let's go.
1: The Sticky Bun Boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with Love Productions, The Great British Bake Off, or any of its subsidiaries. All views and opinions are our own.
0: The Great British Bake Off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.
1: Very professional, David. In one breath. (laughs) We're all just having a bit of fun, aren't we? (laughs)